When it comes to transforming any area of your life, there's literally nothing more important than mindset and nothing more powerful than learning how to focus your thoughts in the right direction. And guess what else? No one knows that better than our very own delicious physician advisor, Dr. Edie Wadsworth. That's why in today's very special episode, we're taking a deep dive into mindset and how it relates to weight loss, as well as what it looks like to fix your health at the root cause of the issue. It is a super meaty episode and one you'll probably want to listen to more than once. Welcome to the Ditch the Carbs podcast brought to you by Thinlicious. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and here we'll talk about everything from the science of weight loss and metabolic flexibility to practical tips for making your health a priority in the midst of a very busy life. It's the perfect blend of insightful education, practical application, and good old-fashioned motivation. So buckle up, friend, because it's about to get real. Hey there, and welcome to the Ditch the Carbs podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I am the founder of Thinlicious and the Thin Adapted System, as well as the New York Times bestselling author of seven books. And today I am so excited to be sitting down with our very own Thinlicious physician advisor, Edie Wadsworth, to talk about mindset and the metabolic science behind our program and how it all relates to being successful in your weight loss journey. If you're already in our TAS program, then you're probably very familiar with Dr. Edie and you already know how amazing she is since she has actually co-taught many of our in-depth lessons and always brings so much insight and inspiration to the mix. And if you're not yet in TAS, then you should also know that the doors for TAS are still open, but only until tomorrow night. So if you haven't signed up yet, this is your chance. We only open enrollment a few times a year. So guys, this is a really big deal. If you're ready to go all in, then just go to thinlicious.com slash enroll to get started. And honestly, after listening to Dr. Edie, you'll probably be a lot more ready because there isn't a person on the planet who hasn't met her and immediately fallen in love. She is that awesome. I'm not even kidding. But for those of you who don't know Dr. Edie Wadsworth, She's a physician, a mom of nine, a best-selling author, and a certified life coach, as well as the founder of the Life Mentoring School, which is often referred to as LMS, not to mention one of my very best friends in the entire world. And I'm going to warn you right now that we tend to geek out a little about all this stuff. We get real excited, and, and we are both so passionate about these topics, and so we can't help but getting a little excited. And so... Without further ado, let's dive in with Dr. Edie. Hello, Dr. Edie. Thank you so much for joining me today. It has actually been a little while since we've sat down to chat, and I'm excited for this little chitty chat today. Um, Why don't we just start? Because I know that some of our listeners know you really, really well already from TAS and our TAS program. And I know that quite a few of them are also in your LMS program as well. But for anyone who doesn't know you just yet, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself and your background um, so they can get to know you? 
Yes. I'm so happy to be here. It's funny because when we were recording TAS, I felt like we were just on Zoom together all the time for several months. So it's good to be back. Always so happy to see you, dear friend and colleague. Um, Yes. So I started my career as a traditional family doctor and practiced for, I don't know, seven or eight years, something like that. I specialized then in preventive health. I really loved helping people make lifestyle change. I loved helping people lose weight. Back in the day, I would do every program that came out just so I could tell my patients about it, you know? So I was like a junkie for all the new programs on losing weight, all the different nutritional programs. Um, I had every book. I, you know, I, I was just really into that back then. And then I gave up my practice to be home with my kids. I had four kids that were home and busy at the time. And so I gave up my practice which is how I found blogging, which is how I found you. And that journey has just been so fun over the years. That led to um, a book deal in 2016. And then in 2019, I started an online mentoring program for women called Life Mentoring School and got certified as a life coach. So now I spend my days coaching women and I do some health coaching. I mostly do life coaching these days, but I am a natural health guru. I love helping our bodies do what they were created to do. And I feel like I learned that the hard way. In some ways, traditional medicine uh, didn't teach me a lot about health. It taught me a lot about sickness and my own journey, figuring out how to truly be as healthy as we can be, as vibrant and energetic and joyful as we can be has been my own journey. And I love helping other women find freedom there too. I love that. So obviously as a physician, you're very well-versed in all of the science behind our program. And we'll definitely talk about some of that in a little bit, but I think it's probably safe to say that your biggest passion is helping people with their mindset. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So let's just, let's just start by talking about that because I think that is actually probably the area where people struggle the most and often without even realizing it. But can you just tell us what, why is mindset so important when it comes to losing weight and actually keeping it off? Yeah, this is definitely my passion. And I learned this firsthand when I was trying to figure out how to deal with recover from my past. And for a long time, I thought, well, these things actually happened to me. So I must focus on them. They're true. So there's no other way to look at it other than these bad things happened to me. And when I realized how much power I had to really reimagine my past, uh, to go treasure hunting in my past, to figure out like, how can I look at my past in a way that serves me, that lights my soul on fire, that makes me excited for my life. When I learned that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I bet you can do this in any realm. And I've done that in every realm I can think of as it relates to money, as it relates to my health, as it relates to weight, as it relates to any goals that I set. I have just learned how to uh, really manage my mind in such a way that, that really fuels me for the life I want to live and create. And so that translated into health is that, yeah, I may have struggled with my health in the past and I have, 
but what do I want to create in the future? And what are the thoughts? What are the beliefs? What's the mindset that I need in order to create the kind of health and energy and life, you know, that I really want to live. And so it's really, really powerful. The other thing that I've learned about this is that your body is such a powerful pharmacy and you can change your internal, the way you experience your life internally, which affects your health by how you think. So when you realize the power that you have in your mind to affect the chemicals your body creates, the inter- the way you experience your life internally, you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much power. I have so much power to produce things in my body that actually help heal me and help me live Uh, more energetically and help me live in such a better way. And so I teach my clients and I think they're, I love TAS. And I think there are so many powerful things uh, that we can learn about our health. But if you don't get the mindset piece right, it's really hard to follow through. It's really hard to stay motivated because lifestyle change is hard. But if you get that part dialed in and you just decide to believe my body was created to heal, my body was meant to live at this natural weight that energizes me. Um, I can be thin, healthy, energetic, happy. Um, though that type of mindset is so powerful and it's not our default mindset. Your brain wants to offer you all kinds of things. Like you're never going to do that. You've never been able to lose weight. This is never going to work for you. Your brain is going to offer you all that, but you get to decide what you want to focus on. And from the thoughts and beliefs you focus on, you will create, you will create really what you think about. I love that. And it's, it's so true. And that's one of the things that we really dive deeply into in the TAS program. And people tell us, our clients tell us all the time that they watch those lessons over and over and over again, because you and I recorded them, right? Like multiple lessons on mindset and self-sabotage and of, and just how you start to change the way you think, because the mental piece does change everything. I just did an episode um, a couple of weeks ago on the connection between gut health and um, depression and anxiety. And there's this mind gut connection that is actually well-documented between like your brain cell and your central nervous system and your, and your what's happening in your, your digestive system. And if those, and so, and it goes both ways. So if you start to change your thoughts, you can actually change your body, which is, which a lot of people don't understand, right? We want to separate everything and there's specialists and, and specialties and have medication for this thing and medication for the other thing, but it literally all works together. It's one amazing thing. So what would you say are some very common mindset issues that prevent people from achieving, not just their weight loss goals, but really any goals? Cause like you said, what, it's like a domino effect. Once you start to fix your mindset in one area, it translates into every other area of your life. So what are the, what are kind of the the common things that you see? Well, here's what I see in my program. I don't technically teach weight loss. I mean, I have a small course in my program about weight loss, about insulin resistance, a lot of the things that, you know, you teach in TAS, but it's not my main focus. My main focus is mindset and people almost always lose weight because exactly what you say is true. When you get your mind right in one area of your life, maybe you're just focusing on relationships and you want to create more connecting, nourishing relationships. 
that will just translate into so many different areas of your life. And I think some of the blocks that we have are, well, I've always been this way. Maybe I've always been this way in relationships or I've always, I've always struggled with my weight or, you know, a lot of people, even things, and this is so powerful, even things that are true, like maybe you have Hashimoto's or maybe you have some, you know, illness. And even though it's true, if you continue to focus on the limitations of your body, you will continue to reap that. And so even if what you're thinking is true, maybe you have documented evidence that you have always been overweight it's not going to serve you to focus on that. What if you focused on what was possible for your body? What if you focused on my body was meant to be strong and energetic? My body was meant to heal itself. You start focusing on things that make you feel hope and power, then your body will follow suit. And it's crazy how powerful your mind is. Exactly what you said about the gut brain connection is so true about the brain's connection to every organ. When you think thoughts, your brain, your body responds by producing a series of chemicals that you get to swim in. So if you keep thinking, defeating thoughts, self-sabotaging thoughts, your body responds with chemicals that make you feel defeated and hopeless. And so the first step is just to like recognize that, not beat yourself up for it. Go, of course, my brain is doing that thing again, where it wants me to focus on everything that's wrong and everything I haven't been able to do, but I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep redirecting it. No, this is what I want us to focus on. And I've done this in so many areas of my life. When I was doing it for my health every day, I just practiced the belief I'm thin, healthy, and strong. And I just practiced that belief until it became true. And it's not an overnight thing, but it's also not as, as you know, from your journey, it's also not as hard as you think, like you will start to fall in line. And as, as you build your, you know, you've exercised the muscle for a long time of those negative thoughts forever. We've thought, well, I'm never going to get my weight under, under control. Well, now I'm in menopause. It's just going to get worse. I'm never going to be that size. I'm never going to be able to do that. If you keep doing that, you will prove yourself right. But when you decide to practice the beliefs that you want to be true, that you want to believe, then your brain starts to believe you and it starts to cooperate and you start to see changes. And it's so magical. So how do you do that? Like, how do you actually start to change your thoughts? Especially, you know, we all know people maybe and who are, just struggle with mindset just struggle with like, always see the downside, always just, nope, this is not possible. Nope. It's impossible to change. Nope. This is just the way I am. How do you yeah. get to that point where you can actually start to make those changes when it feels like you, that the thought that constantly comes in is this is just the way things are. Yeah. I think the first step is awareness and becoming aware of the thoughts you have takes, it's a, it's like a practice for me. It's like a daily practice. So in my journal, in my planner, I just take note of what my brain wants to be thinking. And it almost always, all of us, you guys, our brains are wired to keep us safe. So your brain is going to always offer the worst thoughts, not because it hates you, but because it's trying to keep you safe. And um, so I think awareness and compassion, like you know, I'm not, I think some people are go, well, I'm just wired that way. I'm just negative. No, we're all wired that way. 
and to just have some awareness around it. Oh, I get it. My brain's trying to do that thing again, where it likes to remind me of the things that, you know, aren't going to happen or whatever. And so awareness and compassion for yourself, and then realizing how much power you have to redirect that you get to decide, even if that thing you're thinking was true or is true, is focusing on it, giving you the life, the health, the body you want. So if I continually focus on how, you know, oh, I'm in perimenopause, I guess, I guess it's downhill from here. What if I just decided this is, <laughs> I wrote this in an email this morning. This is so true. I feel like my fifties are my best era yet. Like my best, my I best body. Yes. My best body, my best mindset, my best experience of my own life, living more as myself. Like, I just don't buy into the lie that our best days are behind us. What if your best days are ahead? What if your best body is ahead? What if your best health is ahead? What if you started believing that? Then what could you create in your own health from that? You have so much more power than you think. And when you decide to exercise it, first of all, you instantly feel better. You instantly feel more hope. You instantly feel relief like, oh, maybe it can be different. And as you keep practicing that, you just prove it to yourself. And I've proved it to myself in so many areas of my life over and over and over again. Um, and health is no different. You have probably more control over that than you have anything else that you're working on. That's probably true. That's probably true. And it's amazing what it will open up for you. Like once you start to see, and I and we have seen that in our program over the last year of just women who are like, I just felt like I couldn't do anything right. And now I've gotten a hold of this and all of a sudden I am doing other things and I'm starting a business and I'm doing this and that. And like, it's life-changing literally. And it's not even just yeah. the fact that they feel better physically, but uh, although yeah. that probably has an impact, it's once you start to have that success, you can start to translate that to every different area of your life. It's so, it's so cool. And just yeah, so it's funny because over the last few years, you know, again, I'm 53 and over the last few years, I had some setbacks. I think that's the other thing that we think like, oh, I'm going to start this journey and I'm, you know, and then I'm not going to have setbacks. And I think when we do have setbacks, it's so easy to go see your brain will offer you the thought. See, that was never going to work. And I've had some setbacks. I had a completely torn ACL and it was hard to exercise for a while. And my brain wanted to go, well, here we go. This is the part where, you know, you're going to gain all that weight back and not be able to keep your muscle. And through all of that, because I know how to manage my mind, I got stronger than ever. I decided to help heal my ACL without surgery. And a few days ago, I learned how to wake surf on a knee that nobody would nobody would put their money on this 53 year old with a previously torn ACL is going to be able to learn how to wake surf and i was just so proud of myself that i didn't get a, give up with all of those obstacles that life you know throws at us sometimes and you can you're, you're exactly right you use those tools then to go make every part of your life better nobody Listen, nobody wants to spend their life thinking about food. You got bigger dreams. You got bigger things to think about. So get the food thing under control so you can go live your dreams, give your gifts away, learn how to wake surf, create joy and adventure in your life. 
But you can't do that if you feel like you're so tied down to a body that won't do what you want, you know, health problems. Like this is for, for most people, this is fixable. This is a lifestyle issue that we have so much control over. So, so true. So true. Um, so do you have a process that you go through? Like when those thoughts come, do you have a process that you kind of walk yourself through? Just like, you probably is so automatic at this point, but that even yeah. that you have people through, like, like, what yeah. Do I, what do I say when those thoughts come? Yeah. And one of the things that I think is so powerful is just becoming aware of your thoughts. So sometimes I'll do a thought download where I just write down what my brain is offering me. And then mm-hmm. I'll ask myself, when I think that way, how do I feel? And usually those thoughts make us feel terrible. We feel disappointed in ourselves. We feel hopeless. Uh, we feel despairing. We feel sad. We feel weak. Like I often ask myself, is this thought making me stronger or weaker? Is this thought bringing me life? And from there, a lot of people are like, well, how do you, how do you stop your brain from offering that? You can't stop your brain from offering that. It's going to keep offering that. But what will happen when you have the epiphany of what those thoughts and beliefs are causing for you, how they're causing you to feel the actions they're causing you to take. Because listen to this, if your thought, if your main thought about your health is, I'm never going to lose the weight and get healthy again. If that's your thought, which is very common, probably most women our age have that thought, then you're going to feel disappointed and sad and you know hopeless about it. And what are you going to want to do from that thought? Go eat some Oreos. That thought is going to lead you into the very thing that's going to prove you right. You're going to prove to yourself that you're not going to get stronger, that you're not going to get healthier. So ask yourself, like, what is that? What's the downstream effect of that thought? How is it playing out in my life? And when I do that exercise, it's so easy to go, yeah, I don't want to keep that. Like, I want to tell my brain what we're going to think about today. Yeah. I and I think it, it naturally over time, those thoughts let go of you mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, I see what that's causing in my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm just not choosing that today. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It does. It does. It's a, like a muscle that you have to learn how to work that muscle of, of changing the way that you think about things. And I, I mean, I think about even like in business where, there's yeah. all sorts of things coming at you. And here we've started this new, this new company over the last year, we were just talking about this before we got on and, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot to start a brand new brand from scratch. And even though I had done other things, this is in a totally new area. And I think that there was a time in my life where I could have been like, Oh, this is too hard. I should have quit. I don't know why I did this. Like, I'm just going to give it up because because that's the thing. But now I'm like, no, this is, this is normal. Like now I can control my thoughts to the point where I go, okay, we have to build, we have to, you know, there's all these different processes that go through it without letting that become the thing. And the, and weight loss is the same thing, right? There's a parallel to that where the minute that it gets hard, your brain is going to go to the point, well, Oh, I should have never started this. I knew this wasn't going to work for me. I fell off the wagon. I did this. I did, you know, I did all these things and you got to go back to, what's the thought that's serving me right now? What's the, what is the, what is the thought that I want to have 
around this topic so that I can keep moving forward. No, setbacks are normal. It's normal to get frustrated sometimes. It's normal to have a plateau. It's normal to, you know, all of these, all of like all those pieces. And when you can take that step back and apply that to all those different areas of your life, it's incredibly powerful. Yeah. And that may, that brings up something. I think that is so powerful because I think about your journey and literally I mean, eight months after you had your amazing transformation, you're like, I mean, so full of fire and desire to get this message out to people. Like literally when you got yourself healthy, because here's, here's why I think that happens is because we have so much desire for the things in our lives. And so many of us are using that desire for food. And so we're like, well, I don't know what I want. I don't really know. Well, when you get that dialed in and you're, you know, not that you're not enjoying your food, but you know that your food is there to fuel you, to heal you, to give you life. And when it becomes less of a focus in your life, all that desire, that that false desire that you were using for food that doesn't serve you, now it's got to go somewhere. So you started a whole new business. <laughs> I know. And I needed another what? business. Like I needed a hole in my head. Like, I see- know, but you had so much, like, I loved that phase for you though. It was such pure passion. Like I, I have so much desire to help people because I've been helped so much by this. I have to get this message out there, like such pure desire and passion. And I watched the same thing happen with my clients when they get their lives dialed in and they learn how to manage their thoughts and manage their emotions, their whole life opens up. And those things, those desires that you have to to help people, to serve, the dreams that you have, a lot of times buried under, you know, all of this mindset drama we have around food, when you clear all that up, like there's a lot of fire under there. And I love watching and I like, and I'm, I've seen that now over the past year, because then let's just, we've been doing this for a year now and we have watched yeah. just amazing transformations and really like you're, you're exactly right. It opens it up because I don't think that we always realize how much of our life when you're unhealthy yeah, and you, you're not nourishing your body the way that you need to be. And, and when you're insulin resistant and you're food addicted and sugar addicted, how much of our life is devoted to what am I going to eat next? What am I going to eat next? Oh, my sugar's dropping. I need food. Like it's not happening consciously. It's just happening. And it's taking up a huge amount of time. And so not only that, you're eating all this food that is not nourishing your body. That's causing more insulin resistance. That's making the problem worse. And it's, it's like this spiral, like a death spiral. And you're right. It totally like prevents you from being able to do all these other things, because then you're dealing with medications, then you're dealing with health issues. Then all of a sudden you're being diagnosed with all of these things. And then you're spending all this time going to the doctor and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and it becomes, that becomes your whole life managing symptoms of this, of this food, what's for lack of a better term, a food addiction and a sugar addiction and managing all of the symptoms of that becomes all consuming to the point where you have no no time for anything else. And then when you fix that, when you heal that, which is really what our program does, I mean, at its core, that's what it's all about is it, it, it's amazing how much of life opens up all of a sudden you're like, crap, I got so much time. I didn't think I had time for this program, 
but I've now got more time than I know what to do with because all of a sudden I have more energy. I'm not wanting to take a nap in the middle of the day. And my food kind of thing is figured out. And it's not even a thought that like really consumes yeah. me. So many people, I and I and I read this because we just did this essay contest. And so I got to read like like dozens and dozens and dozens of essays from our clients who were like, I heard you, you and Dr. Edie talk about how I wouldn't be thinking about food all the time. And I just could not believe that that would actually be true. Like that is mind blowing to me that I don't spend the bulk of my day thinking about what my next meal is going to be. Cause it used to be all consuming for me. And that, I mean, yep. think about that. Like think about what your life could be if you suddenly had an extra 30 or 40 hours in the week that you weren't thinking of obsessing over food and you had the energy and the body and the health and the stamina to be able to actually follow through on that. Like that is, it's, it's insane. It's, it really is. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, listen, I, the exact same thing happened in my life. I had a big health crash in 2013. If you go back and look at pictures of me, I was 35, 40 pounds overweight. I had so much inflammation just in my face. You could see the inflammation in my face. I felt it in my body. I went and got diagnosed with a bunch of different things. But I did have enough sort of experience with traditional medicine to go, I don't want to go that route. I want to try to help my body heal, which led me literally on a journey. One of the first things I did was there was no TAS back then, but one of the first things I did was learn how to reset my metabolism. And I learned all about insulin resistance. I started pouring in to the literature about that. And as I got that more dialed in, I just watched my life in so many ways blossom. I just watched the way I was able to help people, how I was so much more available to my family. It's exactly what you're saying. Because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. And if your health, uh, if you're in the middle of a health struggle like I was, you're so consumed by it because you feel so bad. And um, once, I mean, it's just worth doing the work and you guys have made it so easy. Like I think back, like if I had had this when I was struggling the way I was struggling, like you make it so easy and it's such a step-by-step process that you can follow. And, you know, some, a lot of people ask me because I don't do strict keto now, but I do have a, 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 a flexible metabolism. Like I know how to keep my metabolism flexible and learning that and getting control of the insulin resistance is life-changing. Like yes. literally every part of your life will every part change. Of your life will change. It's true. Yeah. And I think that's a great point to make too, that like once you can train your body to co- combat that insulin resistance, which I want to talk about more about that in a second, just to give a little more clarification. But once you can train your body to become more flexible and to handle stuff, you get to go and you've reached your weight loss goals and you're not, you, you know, you're kind of there. It yeah. life becomes freedom, right? There's nothing but freedom there. And it, yeah. you don't have to say, oh no, I can't have that. You can say, I'm going to eat mostly the foods that nourish my body and that I know nourish my body and that are going to yeah. make me feel good. But I'm also going to have times where I go and have a piece of pie or yep. whatever. Like that's, that's the freedom that you get to choose because you know, you have control over it and you're no longer a slave to that. Um, so why don't you explain from like a f- physician's perspective, what, what exactly is insulin resistance for people that don't really understand what that is and why it's so terrible for us? Yeah. I, I, 
I've been studying insulin resistance for a long time, but there's a great book out there that I think has helped a lot of people in my circles understand it better, but it's called why we get sick by Ben Bickman. And, um, he explains it in such a great way, but the basis of it is this. Most of us are getting way more simple sugars in our diet than our bodies can handle. And those simple sugars require insulin. Insulin is what will take those into the cell. So this is not just sugary foods, but this is anything that is processed, basically anything that is loaded with carbohydrates, especially um, carbohydrates that are overly processed. And uh, your body's insulin level will increase to try to deal with all of that. But most of us are getting so much of it that your body can't keep up. So our insulin levels are staying too high. And when they stay too high, um, it causes a lot of different things. First of all, it causes you to be hungry all the time. So if you wonder why you're hungry all the time, it's because your insulin is high. Insulin also causes you to store fat. So if you wonder why, I mean, women say this to me all the time. I've tried everything. I can't lose weight. I can't burn fat. There's a 99% chance your insulin is too high if that is the case. Because once you get that insulin back under control, your body will be able to regulate itself. And so that those high levels of insulin over time, and I've heard somebody say this, it's like when your kids say over and over, mom, 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 you just become immune to it. Your body becomes immune to it. It's like, yeah, you're giving me sugar all the time. So it, your body stops listening. And so the insulin then doesn't work very well to get the sugar into the cells, or there's just so much there that it's stuffed all that it can into the cells. And so the first sign is that your insulin level rises. And then eventually, if you don't correct it, then your blood sugars will begin to rise. And the insulin itself is what causes so much of the issue. And so if you look at the, the average of Americans, there's like 88 to 90% of us who are insulin resistant, the last stat that I saw. So even if you go to the doctor and your blood sugar is okay, you're still probably insulin resistant. The easiest way to tell is if your waist circumference is greater than your hip circumference. So if you, if you at all have a bigger waist than you have hips, you likely have insulin resistance. And um, really learning to think in ways of how can I eat and live in such a way that lowers my insulin? That is how I think about things. What is this going to do to my insulin? If I eat this, if I live this way. And it's not just that, but it's because we live with so much stress now that that stress increases your cortisol, which increases your glucose. So we have this double whammy of we're eating food that's not great for us, that our bodies can't process way too high of simple carbohydrates and, and uh, overly processed carbohydrates. And then our stress levels through the roof. So you combine those two things and it's just a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say this, as terrible as that cycle is to get out of control, once you start reversing it, it's like magic. It's like a miracle. It truly it's is. It's like a miracle. It's like a miracle for your body. And that's and that's the thing too. And so, so that's all happening. And then at the same time, there's in the same foods that are causing all the problems, right? Like it's the sugar, it's the processed foods, it's the, it's the carbohydrates, because basically carbohydrates and sugar are essentially the same thing to your body. They don't know the difference. So you can say, yeah. Oh, I'm eating like healthy carbohydrates. They're, they're still kind of the same, same thing. Yeah. Your body is processing the same way. Maybe it's slightly, you know, absorbing slightly slower. Um, 
if it's quinoa versus white yeah. wonder bread, but yeah. it's still, there's still a lot of the same stuff happening. And so, and then what's happening at the same time is that it's wreaking havoc on your gut health as well. And then that's, and, and like I said, we said at the beginning, it's all tied together. It's all, yeah. it's not, it's not your brain and your gut and your blood and your cholesterol. Like all of this stuff is so intermingled that yeah. you can't, really like give, taking a pill for one thing is just putting a bandaid on like a, like a missing arm. It just is such a, it's such a not fix. You have to fix things from the inside out. Yeah. And your body is so capable of doing it. Your body is amazing in how it responds when you start making changes, when you start, you know, eating in such a way that keeps your insulin lower, when you start building muscle, which helps your body use insulin better. When you lower your stress, which lowers that cortisol level, like your body is incredible at how it responds. And all your testimonials show that. It's true. It's true. Like it's, it's amazing when you start to actually heal your body from the inside out that it, and, and address all of this stuff at the very root cause, how it just like the, the compound effect of that affects every part of your body, every part of all of your systems. And, and it's just amazing, but you, you touched on stress a little bit and I wanted to, and how it kind of affects weight, weight gain with the cortisol and raising the cortisol. So what are some things you think that people can do to help with that stress response? If they're, because I, I don't know how you feel, but I always feel like, Oh, I got high cortisol, right? Like I'm such a type A person. I'm like, you get stressed about your stress. I get stressed about my stress. Yeah. So how, how do you, how do you de-stress without stressing yourself out? Yeah. I, again, it's very similar to all the mindset tools that you would use to get healthier and for weight loss. It's becoming aware of all the ways your brain likes to create stress. Your brain is doing it. It's not your job. It's not your spouse. It's how your brain is reacting to all of that. And so when you become aware of how often your brain is wanting you to get overwhelmed, offering you overwhelming thoughts, offering you stressful thoughts, you can go, oh, there it is again. But I get to decide what is it that I want to focus on today. And again, your body respond, Your body is so powerful that when you tell it what to focus on, it does. And when you remind it that everything in this life is a miracle, what a huge blessing it is to be alive, to have another day, to see the sunrise, to see the sunset, to taste the taste of, you know, a juicy steak. Like when you keep reminding your brain of what you wanted to focus on, your body responds and your body produces chemicals that heal you, molecules that heal you instead of molecules that you know, make it harder and harder to be healthy, to lose weight, to get to that really energetic level. So it's, it's a lot of the same tools and, um, it's just so powerful what your body can do. And I think what has happened over the last 20 years, I've watched this happen since I became a physician is that we think we need somebody else. We think we need somebody in a white coat. We think we need a pill. We think we, we relegate it to something that's outside of us when so much of it is within our control and in, in some ways, you know, taking radical responsibility for yourself in that way can feel a little daunting because 
because we do have stressful things and things happen. People get sick. There are diagnoses. There are, you know, things that happen that we can't control, but we always have the agency to control our response to it. And I think when you start taking that radical responsibility, instead of blaming like, well, it's my job. Oh, it's my marriage. Oh, it's my kids. Oh, it's my diagnosis. And you just take, start taking radical responsibility. What you realize is, oh my gosh, like I have so much power here in how I experience my life and you only get this one life. So do we really want to go around in our own lives, feeling completely stressed out, fight or flight response, heart rate up, cortisol up, insulin up. Like it's just not a great way to experience your life. And when you know that there's so much of that that you can control, it makes it so much easier than when things do come up that you can't control. Yeah, no, I I mean, I think that there's actually so much freedom in taking radical responsibility. And it's something I say to my kids all the time. I have ever since they were little, I don't think they've totally embraced it yet as teenagers, but it doesn't matter what people are always going to be mean to you. There's always going to be something your sister does that you don't like. There's always going to be something in your life that is not exactly the way that you want it to be. You don't get to control that. You don't ever get to control what other people do or what they say or how they treat you or all the stuff that comes your way. What you do get to control is what you think about it and how you respond to it and your life. And if you start applying that across the board, it's amazing how much that freedom, how much freedom it gives you because you're no longer like a victim of other people's circumstances. You are in control of yes. And I think that that is, I mean, there's, there's nothing more powerful than that. Yeah. And I play with this all the time because again, mindset to me has proved to be just literally pure magic. And I went all of last year and I practiced the thought everywhere I look, I see miracles. And I wrote it down every day and I thought about it and I would just, it made me notice every little thing. I remember my grandbaby was born that year And like everything that he did felt like a miracle, like every little coup and movement. And, and I practiced that thought for so long that literally everywhere I looked, I saw miracles. Like my life changed because of one thought that I just practiced over and over and over and over again. So just try it. I mean, it's free. (laughs) Mindset is free. It's going to help your internal health because when you think thoughts like that, that feel magical and empowering, you feel it on the inside. And those, you know, your body, again, I've said this over and over, but I believe this, your body is the most powerful pharmacy. And when you ask it to make molecules that heal you, which you do when you think thoughts that feel powerful and life-giving and healing then your body starts to do that from the inside out without you changing anything else. Like it's so powerful. And instead we're going around most of us at the effect of everything, totally stressed out, totally feeling like life is so awful and this is so hard. And this relationship is, you know, difficult. And if, and I'm not saying that there's not some truth to that, but is that what you want to focus on? Is that Are the chemicals that your body makes when you think that, do you want to be swimming in them? Probably not. No, no. I love that. 
So let's switch gears just a little bit. Um, cause I wanted to, <laughs> there's a couple of questions and I want to be mindful of time too, but yes. first of all, accountability, like we, you and I, for a long time, were accountability partners, chosen accountability partners. I feel like we've both evolved to the point where we, we don't really need it anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's pretty crazy, but it's because we had that for so long. Right. And we've both been yeah. doing this work and working on mindset for so long. Like, I don't need somebody to tell me to, to, to do things, but for a long time, it was helpful to have somebody else there. So yeah. like, what are your thoughts on that? How important is accountability when it comes to even changing your mindset, when it comes to changing your life? Um, and when it, certainly when it comes to weight loss and, and like, where, where do you stand on that? Yeah. It's interesting because I don't love the word accountability. Actually, I never have loved that word. I'm way more of a free spirit, but here's what I do love. (laughs) And here's something that I have prioritized. Yeah. I do love living in community of people who are like-minded, who are on the same journey. So like my program, uh, we don't really hold you accountable. I wouldn't say that, but you're going to be so inspired by the people you meet. Same in your program. You're going to be so inspired by other stories. You're going to be so inspired when somebody confesses like, oh, I had a terrible weekend, but then I, you know, you're just going to be so inspired by that. And so I think of accountability more as like a circle of inspiration. Like I want to put myself in rooms, in programs, And I still do that. I still put myself in programs, in rooms where I feel so inspired to live the way I want to live. 100%. And I think that's a great way of putting it. And that's exactly what I would say about TAS. People think they need accountability. They think they need somebody like holding their feet to the fire, but you really don't. What you need is that community that's going to come alongside you and cheer you on and support you as you are holding yourself accountable and and making those changes in your life. But it feels like better when you're like, Oh, I'm going to be held accountable. But that's not actually the thing that you need because that inspiration and you're absolutely right. And that we see that in our groups, like it's just incredible what happens when you have a chance to on a weekly basis, talk to other people who are going through the same journey and sharing their stories and talking about their struggles and, and how you start to feel like I can do this because I how I see other people doing it and I'm yep. they're cheering me on and I'm cheering them on. And, and, and it's, there's nothing really, I think as, as powerful as that. Yeah. And to be honest, most of us are not surrounded by that in our actual lives. So finding communities where you can plug into where, you know, people are on a like-minded journey where they're trying to take responsibility for themselves and get healthy and become their most, um, you know, potent, powerful selves. Like to me, that's where it's at. I think, you know, the word, even the word accountability feels like somebody is, it feels more like punishment. And I feel like what we all need is encouragement and inspiration. Like you can do this. And, um, that I think is way more powerful of a motivator than say like fear, if it's fear-based. So true. So, so true. So from a medical perspective, I think one thing that we hear a lot is concerns from people who have heard that like, and I'm putting this in air quotes, if you're listening, keto isn't healthy or, oh, I don't think it's healthy to, you know, cut out carbohydrates or cut out a whole food group or anything like that. So 
I think, and, and then there's also the concern with eating a lot more fat, which we advocate for like, oh, too much fat is bad. And this is going to be bad for my cholesterol. So what, like, what are your thoughts on that? Just from a physician's perspective, like, is this okay? <laughs> well, first of all, what I would say to that is if you're currently overweight and insulin resistant, like you're already in a high danger zone. So whatever you do to get yourself out of that, good on you. (laughs) Like people ask me all the time, how do you feel about this method of, you know, losing weight or this method? Like whatever you have to do to reduce your insulin resistance, do it. It just so happens that this program teaches your own body how to do it. It's like we said, you're your own most powerful pharmacy. Yeah. So do you want to take something to help your body do it? Or do you want to teach your body how to do it? And once, like we said earlier, once you teach your body how to be metabolically flexible, you have so much more leeway. But right now, most of us are not. Most of us have no flexibility. Most of us do have insulin resistance. And getting control of that is going to, there's not, I don't, I really don't believe there's anything you can do for your health that is better for you than reducing your insulin resistance or doing away with it altogether. It is the most dangerous health problem we have. It's true. It's true. And that's 100% what TAS is designed to do. So again, I mean, which is why, which is why ED is our physician advisor, right? Like that is exactly what that program does. It does. And and when we talk about, well, it'll help you with this and it'll help you with this and it'll help you with this. It's not like we're doing a million different things. It's one thing that's going to help you with all of these things because that's yeah. at the root of it. That's at the root, the root of the issue. And when you fix yes. that, then the domino effect is just incredible in your body because you're reducing inflammation, you're healing your gut, you're, you're reducing your cholesterol. You're doing all of these things. Your, your numbers become better. Like you can get off of medication and you have more energy. Like it just, it fixes all of it. It fixes literally everything. Like it, people ask me all the time, Oh, I've got high blood pressure. What should I do? I'm like, you got to lower your insulin. Hey, I got, just got diagnosed with high cholesterol. What should I do? You got to lower your insulin. Hey, uh, I'm having trouble losing weight around my midsection. You got to lower your insulin. Like it literally is the answer to almost everything. <laughs> Every medical question you have. Reduce your insulin level. That's yeah. the answer. Yep. I love it. Oh. <laughs> um, so final question. What is the first step? What is the first step for somebody who's wanting to transform their health? Like what, it, like, what do they do? I mean, is that just it? Just reduce your insulin? What if that feels too overwhelming? Well, I think it's what we talked about earlier. I think the first step is fixing it in your mind because you can take all the actions you want. Like this is what we always do. We like willpower our way. We just start taking a bunch of actions without addressing all of these underlying like subtle mindset issues. I would love if I could transplant my beliefs about health and wellness to other people. (laughs) And you've just got to decide my body wants to be lean and strong and it wants to heal itself and just practice that over and over and over and over. Because once you begin to believe that, then you'll be willing to like, cause I do think, you know, I think TIS is an incredible program, but it can be overwhelming when people first start. It's like, oh my gosh, 
I got to change everything. You know, they feel like they feel overwhelmed, I think, sometimes by it. But if you just decide, like, my body's going to be the guide, my body has so much wisdom. And what will happen as you start eating in a way that serves your body, start eating in a way that fixes your metabolism, your body will astound you at how it responds. You will start dropping weight like crazy. You won't be hungry all the time. You'll sleep better. Your gut will heal itself. Like it becomes this crazy domino effect that, I mean, yeah, that starts to literally fix so many things in your life. Everything. It's true. It's true. And that's why, like, that's why we really try to walk people through it slowly, right? Is like, yeah do this first and then let's add this piece and then let's add this piece. And so that you're not doing it all at once because it can feel overwhelming all at once. And so that there's that moment where you just want to say, okay, let's focus on this one thing. And I think our coaches are so good at that too. Like they just make it feel, and I hear, I hear our clients quoting our coaches all the time. Like Lisa says, just do the next best thing. Just do the next best thing. And that's the kind of the mantra that we, we start to teach people because over time, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and before you know it, you have transformed your life. You've lost all this weight. You're off of medication and it's just, it's incredible. So yes. I feel like we could spend the rest of the day talking about this stuff. But I know we do. We do love this topic, Ruthie. <laughs> we do love this topic. But if you want to hear more from from Dr. Edie and from me about this topic, you got to get signed up for TAS. I'm just going to put that plug in there right now. Um, yep. because doors are open right now, but only for one more day. So definitely get in there and get started. And we will walk you through all, I mean, the lessons that we go through, every lesson is so crazy in depth and full of incredible information and our clients watch them over and over again. And, and we guide you through it. So I know I kept thinking when we were recording this last year, I'm like, what I wouldn't have given to have had this training when I was in my own health crash. It's so good. It's like so there is no, I feel like you just, it, it's so thorough. All the topics that you covered and a lot of them that we covered together is so thorough. It, it makes it doable in bite-sized pieces, but with so much science to back it up and so much research and encouragement, like it's really, it really is amazing. You should be proud. Aw, thank you. And I am proud and I'm, but even now, like a year later, what I'm most proud of is to see the results that that happens. Yeah. I do believe, and that's why one thing with TAS and why I was so, like, as we talked about earlier, I'm so passionate about starting this but I feel like once you actually understand what's happening, you can still go eat the donut, but now you're going to go, now you're knowing what's happening to your body as yep. a result of that. And so, and we would say all the time in the program, like you start because you want to lose weight, right? You start because you want to fit into your skinny jeans or for whatever reason, but you keep stick with it because you feel so much better. So much better. Transformation is yep. what's enough to, because then when you eat that donut, you're like, Oh, this actually makes, I don't feel, feel so great. Now I can listen to my body. So yeah, it's, it's amazing guys. If you want to keep hearing us join TAS, get in yep. there. Dr. Edie, thank you so much for joining me today. And you're uh, so welcome. Such an honor. Thank you for having me. 
All right, guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I will be back next Monday with another very special new episode where you're going to meet the five winners of our recent one-year anniversary essay contest and listen to their winning entries. I am telling you right now, you might need some tissues handy because they had some pretty touching things to say. And don't forget, enrollment for this round of TAS ends tomorrow at midnight. I told you way at the beginning that after this episode, you'd probably be ready to get started. And if that's the case, then don't wait any longer. Just go straight to thinlicious.com slash enroll and get signed up. I promise you it will be the best thing that you ever do for your health. In the meantime, it would mean so much to me if you love this episode and you're enjoying this content that you would subscribe or follow the podcast to on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you like to listen. And not only that, if you know anyone else who would specifically find this episode useful, then please, please, please be sure to share it. Send them a text, share it on social, share it via email, shout it from the rooftops, whatever you got to do. Let's get the word out, guys. Let's start changing people's lives. And then if you have any questions or you just want to connect or there's any other topics you want to see me address, any other guests you want to see me interview here on the podcast, please shoot us an email at hello at thinlicious.com. And then I will see you back here very soon for our next episode.